young. Black. Opinionated. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R R A. Four lies. That's unacceptable. Not on my watch. The hypo situ, you should just give it a chance. Like, alright, guys. Time for my night. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Um. <laughs> Period. <I'm just> <laughs> um, welcome to episode 76 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. You said welcome. Welcome. Yeah. You know. Y'all being here. Just come, come on, on in. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go. Y'all Please. Funny. Y'all hilarious. Y'all hilarious. <clears throat> what did I say? Did I say something? What I did. <laughs> Y'all hilarious. What I did. Shout out to the smoothie. Yeah. Lassie, hold the uh, YouTube hand up. YBO smoothies. This episode is sponsored by YBO. You see that YBO sticker going across there? Mm-hmm. See that? Mm-hmm. 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 You don't get sued. Mm-hmm. I so showed the back. A, a YBO sticker going across there. <clears throat> hey, shout out to the. Right. All right. As your lawyer. Get your hands off me. I want to <laughs> see my lawyer. Anyway, yeah. episode 76. How y'all feeling this week? This night, this evening. Feel great. Feel good. It's been a good day. We got some nice weather today. Shout out to uh, MKE. MKE. We broke a record today, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be 91 tomorrow. 95 degrees. Um, May 26th. Last time it was was this hot, it was September 22nd, 2017. Mm. Mm -hmm. At least that's what Fox 6 say. They be lying. My car said 100 degrees. I probably made that shit up. I was like, whoa. My car was making um, up shit. Then it started raining. I'm like, what's going on around here? I missed that part. <laughs> I missed that. Um, Did you sleep? No. Nah. Oh. Sleep. It was like probably around four or something. Oh, I know where you was. <laughs> I don't know what you did last night. Um, anyway, um, episode day. 76. Oh, fuck my day. 76. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. How your day go? It was okay. Yours? Mine was well as too. All right. All right. Uh, website, ybopodcastmke.com. You can find everything about us there. Lassie, tell them what they can find the pod. You can find the pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, and on you motherfucker YouTube, um, where you watching right now. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch all our new videos as soon as we upload them. Wanjay, tell them about Tuesdays. What we do on Tuesdays? What we do on Tuesdays? Are we on the air? Are we on the air? No, it should, it's turn your radio up. Turn your radio up. Throw it again. Sit down. Spit on the mic. What don't you? Um. On Tuesday, we do the radio show um, from 8 o'clock to 9 p.m. Central. You can check us out on River West Radio, www.riverwestradio.com. Um, or you can check us out on 104.1 River West Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, separate from the podcast. And um, check us out. We've got a lot of great content, mm-hmm. um, some great guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's an hour-long show, but it, it just feels like it's the greatest. <laughs> yeah, it matters. Uh, episode 76, as always, I am... Reese Berry, that's R E E S E B E R R A. Four Ys. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. I see. 
I'm Lassie at Lola Baby, B-A-Y-B-E-E on Snapchat. I posted today, so, you know, go ahead, follow a nigga. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim. Shit. Fuck that shit. LaCrim Lola. <laughs> Birthday coming up, so y'all finna see some lit snaps okay. in the next two days. Fuck that shit. Okay. <laughs> you flinch like Wande. that. Why you flinch like you that? I'm about to hit you. I was going to talk that shit. Anyway, um, if you flinch, that scared me. Um, this is your boy Mwanja. It's M-W-A-N-J. <laughs> M W A N J E. I am one third of YBO podcast. Close your mouth. Nope. Not speak. Um, just follow me, man. Y'all know. Just listen to the last episode to hear my intro. What kind of bullshit is that? Last week. Who are you? Who is he? Yeah, last you told him about the Stitcher and shit, right? Okay, fair enough. Um, Wanja told you about Ripper Bus Radio. Let's jump into Milwaukee news. Milwaukee news. So, um, I seen a post. Um, which was an article and shit. Downtown Milwaukee, Grand Avenue Food Hall. Plans led by Omar Shaiki. Shaik? Sheik. Shake. 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 Mr. Omar. Gaining. <laughs> Mr. Omar. Gaining momentum. <laughs> so basically, uh, they're looking to turn the Grand into a Milwaukee food hall. Um, essentially, from what I read, it's going to be something, as an example, something like Metro. Um, was it Milwaukee Metro? What's the shit called? Metro Market? No. No, Milwaukee Public Market. Sorry, okay. I had to think about, okay. yeah, yeah. I had to yeah. about Seattle first. Yeah. Because they have different vendors and they want like act like food that's actually cooked there, not mm. like the counter service that they have. Like with uh remember Culver's was there at one point, they got um right. Rockies there. So yeah, so um I guess the owners, I think the owner of the grant and then this guy is like the business plan person. They're not really speaking much about what they plan to do, it's just um some ideas that's thrown out there and um I didn't know that uh, Mequon is going to have a public market, too, that's going to oh. be opening soon. Um, I was nice. reading that, too. Um, we got a tweet from Tim. Go, Sorry, Tim. Got to move out the way. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I wanted you guys' thoughts on that because I know just even going back in time, talking to my mom about the Grand and what it used to be back in the 80s and stuff and just understanding how, I guess, it fell in terms of um, popularity is quite interesting. So, thoughts on that? Um. I remember when I was working downtown, I used to go there, um, check out Culver's. Um, mm-hmm. Rock and Coco's there, too. Mm-hmm. And um got some good memories in that lunchroom or that lunch area. And I got some bad memories in that lunch area. So, mm-hmm. um, But it would be dope to see yeah, fresh, fresh food. Is, is that where you sat with the sandwich? <laughs> with your own sandwich you made at home? <laughs> um. <clears throat> there's some good times in the lunchroom as well too uh, lunchroom that lunch cafeteria room? whatever you want to fucking call it how do you cut your sandwiches in half diagonal or down the middle i actually cut down the middle Ugh. what no what's wrong with that you guys supposed to cut like that <coughs> excuse right? me guys anyway go ahead you're gonna self-medicate um so it'd be dope to actually have fresh food um because mm-hmm. i think that's you know, a lot healthier. Um, and then you can, like I say, see people cook your food and all that stuff. A lot of times, if you go to Rocker Coco's, they already got a number seven ready to go. It's been sitting there, you know, mm-hmm, and right. heated up. So, Made at the 11 this morning. Or, you know, the breadsticks <clears throat> already got the foil on top of it. It's like, okay, all right. So, um, but to have fresh food, cooked food, um, I think that's a great idea, great movement, and I think it would attract a lot of people. Lassie? Um, mm-hmm. I actually agree with Mwanje. It sounds like a really good idea. Um. I know, right? You shocked. Um, I think it. I think it'd be dope. Hello. I like um, the Milwaukee Public Market, um, and it would be kind of cool. Are they doing that? So they're this is idea with the whole mall or just the food court area? Uh, I'm assuming just the food. I don't know really, oh. but I'm assuming just that area. <coughs> I think 
they gave the public market as like an example in terms of different gotcha. vendors. Well, but I think there's going to be more like, I don't want to say upscale restaurants. Like I think the owner or whoever, the other guy, cause the one guy is the owner of the grand and then Mr. Omar is the creator or whatever. But he, I think he owns like the home restaurant or whatever it's called in Bayshore oh, okay. and things like that. So to right. be different <clears throat> vendors, stuff like that. I think, I think that's cool. I think it'll bring, um, like Moanjay said, more people and which should ultimately, um bring the grand up because if you walk in there i mean people be in there but a lot of people downtown use it as a food hub ultimately i do sometimes i walk over there for lunch um very rarely but i'll go just get something just different and i think that's what a majority of the people are there for which is interesting because boston store is closing and they mention that in here too i didn't even realize uh off of 35th and fond du lac they're opening the sherman phoenix development um it's under construction right now i guess i don't really go that way um it'll include juice kitchen funky fresh spring rolls and other food and beverage providers hmm. um so it's featuring minority-owned businesses and also have uh, non-food vendors as well too you said 35th and fond du lac yeah 35 36 west fond du lac avenue um i don't know i didn't even i guess i didn't realize that too so quite interesting i'm looking to see what they plan to do because i think a lot of people talked about um what's to come of the grand especially with the building of the new arena um, and then I think a portion of it too, they're putting some apartments in it's, uh, damn it. I just closed it out, but they're working on putting some more apartments down there too. So maybe it'll of, look like Bayshore. Was it part of that? Right. Um, the gentleman, I forgot his name. That's doing the, um, reconstruction down there. Um, we got that, that $30 million deal, I think. Probably his name is, uh, or the, the part of it is, uh, they're going to call it the Plankington Clover. Hmm. Um, Oh no! I think it's other guy. Yeah, no, they had a they had his name in here, but I'll, I'm not gonna keep digging. But yeah, so um, I don't know. Quite interesting. So I guess I'm looking forward to see what happens. And then uh, secondly, I had to um, my coworker posted this, and I sure did put my input in. Um, focus on energy. Uh, they're partnering with Wisconsin Utility Company, so We Energies or whoever else you got. If you live up north or in Madison somewhere. Um, Focus Energy offers free energy saving products for your home to help you use energy smarter. Um, so they have different like packages that you can get. So I think I ordered like a shower head and like some light bulbs, energy saving, things like that. Um, you ordered some stuff you said? Yeah, it's free. So um, you must be a customer of a participating Wisconsin utility company. So like I said, Aww. We Energies um, or somebody else around the state of Wisconsin. Um, and then just some different requirements. I'm not really gonna go through. You can read it. You gotta read be it a there. customer. So I wouldn't count because mine is included. In yeah. If not, uh, you can probably ask your landlord yeah, with that too. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it says in here too. You rent. need permission from your landlord if you own a home. Obviously, you own a home. You don't gotta ask about it. But uh, takes four to six weeks. Um, so yeah. So they had like different things. Like it's not bad. That's really dope. What is this week to get your um, to stuff? get it? I mean, it takes some time, but shit is free. Shit. Um, so yeah, you get like light, bundles of light bulbs, power strips, you know, et cetera, things like that. So I thought it was dope. If you're looking to get some things like that, go ahead and order you some free light bulbs. That's what's up. Yeah. Cause honestly, that's, I think that's when I hear people talk about and complain about things in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. we energies is number one. Mm-hmm. And I know someone who recently worked at we energies and she said like people bills was outrageous. And you know, in the winter, of course they can't cut people off. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to pay their bill down, people don't do that. Um, but this is a great resource to give out to people so that, you know, they're not stuck in these situations. So I think that's dope. I can't wait till you give us an update on how this stuff works. Yeah. It's at four to six weeks. So 
I think I did it the other day and it took literally maybe two minutes to to sign up. I think you need like your account number with We Energies, whoever you have, like I said, and then just like regular information, name, address, things like that. So I pulled it up here. You can get some focus light bulbs pack. It's a light bulb pack. Um, shower head pack is like a shower head, two different types of light bulbs. And then there's one with the shower head pack as well, too, with the little cute one that you get to pull down and go, shh. Um, and then the flood light pack and then they also have the decorative light pack and then focus pack with APS Um, so yeah pick one sounds dope yeah moving along moving along I want to talk about uh, Sterling Brown and the update um, with this case who's Sterling Brown Sterling Brown is a uh, rookie from um, Milwaukee Bucks Mm -hmm. that was recently tased uh, during an altercation with police um so it's been going around actually the new york times actually posted it um in their publication and basically they're saying that the uh cops that were um that were indicted or um involved in the incident um they've been expended expended suspended um the body cam was released i believe this past wednesday if i'm not mistaken Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it didn't look good. I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance. I'm gonna say unfortunately, I did, purposely didn't want to watch it because I just don't want to see that. It was that. bad. I, I don't want to see that. It was bad. Um, a lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of people said it was bad. But um, he was in the handcuffs and they tased him, and um, he um, it it just looked bad. So they're suspended. Uh, let me just go to the details on what's going to happen to the uh, people that were. <clears throat> Uh, so the most substantial punishment, a 15-day suspension, went to the police sergeant um, who served more than 11 years on the force. Um, another sergeant with 12 years of service received a 10-day suspension. An officer with two and a half years on the force received a two-day suspension. Um, it's crazy. But, so uh, the people with the most years get the most days? Yeah, which makes sense. I I mean, that makes on some you knew better shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of, uh, yeah. but you just said that the, the person that was there for, what, two years got two days? Two days suspension, yeah. Yeah. They get paid. That don't make sense to me. I don't think so. They didn't say they get paid, but. That don't make any sense to me. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, the longer you've been at a job, you know better. No, I get that part of it. Two days, though? Mm. They shouldn't be. uh, Everybody should either have the same days or. What I didn't like is Chief uh, Morales. He did a video, like, kind of kind of expressing to, like, the public, like, he's sorry. Uh, It just, it just, ugh. And my question to you all, um, I'm going to go to the statement. He said that, uh, I'm sorry this incident escalated to this level. Damn, that was um, a good smoothie. <laughs> what happened New York Times? That's what he... Uh, but my question to you all, do you think if had been just a regular um, citizen um, on the street, do you think that those cops would have been um, suspended or got the punishment that they had, had it been not been Sterling Brown? I can't say. I don't want to say No. I don't want to say yes. Uh, you never know these days. Um, so I really don't know. I mean, unless you had a good lawyer to me, but mm, what you think? probably. I agree with Lassie. I really don't know, but I can't say that because of the era that we're in, with everything kind of going like spreading and going viral. I think it would have happened as well too, because you got even though he's an NBA player and he's like supposed to be known or whatever but if you have just like the other cases where it's been um spread across the nation and people are hearing about it and especially because I didn't watch the, the video either but if you see it and it's um 
not wrong or just too much. I think people are going to stand out and it's going to be an outrage. And I don't want to say it forces, but people that work at the police station or whatever, the chief or whatever, are going to start suspending people. So, well, okay, that's a good point. So, I'm, I'm, um, I got a question too in regards to this. So, um, it's off topic, on topic. So, um, earlier when I was on Twitter, I seen this video and, um, basically this girl said, I was asleep on the beach and I woke up to this. Oh, and that. it was three cops and they were uh one of the cops it was similar to the mayfair video actually um mm-hmm. three cops um the recent mayfair mall video with the boy getting hit by the cop but um this girl is being handcuffed and she's like resisting and the cop punches her in her head and in her face and it was just horrible and i'm reading the comments and a lot of black people was like making a mockery of it kind of they kind of were like she should have complied and you know saying oh i don't care because she's not black type thing so do you think that do you think that stuff like that only matters to black people when they're black Um, like have you seen a lot of people like seeing because i've seen videos of it happening to other races and I still feel like the cops are out of order, regardless of the race of that person, especially if it's excessive force and things like that. But I think black people that do that, <clears throat> um, then they go a little bit too far. Because um, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, um, yes, it happens to black people um, at alarming more rate, alarming rate than other races um, that we seem to see. But uh, at the end of the day, it's all about citizens versus police we pay taxes police are supposed to protect us not hurt us or harm us right um so at the end of the day you gotta keep that basically i'm just what i'm trying to say is you gotta keep that same energy all the way around because you can't just the police is not going to be like oh it's a black person i'm going to be treat them right and then see a white person or a white woman in this case right um and and punch her in the face we just don't look you turn a blind eye you know what i mean so you got to keep that same energy all the way around because at the end of the day when it's all said and done um no police officer is supposed to, they're supposed to protect us. And if something does go awry, um, in the situation, they're supposed to diffuse and neutralize, not kill or, you know, um, ext- and put in extreme harm because what happens when the police shoot you, the next thing you know, they got to do resuscitation met- measures and they could have just simply just neutralize, neutralize you. And that would have been that. So, right. um, I, I really, I'm going to do some research. I'm really going to try to find, oh, I had to talk to my mama. Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna really just find a cop that that either retired or um, or still on the force that I can. That so we could work my job. He used to be a police officer. Oh, that'd be dope. Um, to have a conversation yeah. with, I think we could. You said no. You don't think so? Uh, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> um, I think that. I think to be honest, I think that's a good politically correct answer. I think that's great. I think that's how you should be. But I think how we talked about mentally the things that black people see and go through all the time and we see it so much i think some people are desensitized to it so when they see something i mean unfortunately i'm not that way but some people may look at it and go well you didn't care about me or like for example some of the things people were saying back to kanye west about when he said oh the slavery thing and people were saying just some you know horrible mean things about his mom i mean granted i mean it, it was too much but people gonna say what they're gonna say because of however they feel so i think that's where um i don't want to say the outrage but the responses come from it's just kind of like shit y'all don't care about us but that's not everybody that don't care about you i I think that's where that comes from not that it's right but i mean in my opinion that's how because i seen the video i don't think i I think i read a couple of the comments where people were just like well 
anyway. So I was like, well, damn. Right. That was, um, that's how I felt. I was like, damn. Like I, yeah. I, and like you said, I get it because it's been happening so right. much. It's kind of like, and when it happens to us, they say the shit that they were saying. Like if right. if she just complied, if she didn't resist, right. if she would just listen, things like that. And it's like. I yeah. get what y'all saying, I mean, but damn. Yeah, and it, like when you see by person of color, like um, you could, you it hurts us more, or at least me hurts. It hurts me more because it's like that could be either my cousin, it could be my brother, sister, you know, anybody that I know. Um, it's supposed to a counterpart of mine, but um, you gonna say something? No, nah, go ahead. So I was gonna follow up um before uh, that topic. Do you think that had it been with Sterling Brown, had it been a uh, normal citizen, do you think uh, justice would have been that swift? I mean, is justice, what do you mean? What's justice to you in this well, situation? Well, in this situation, I wouldn't say justice, I guess punishment, better word, punishment. You think the punishment would have been that swift? Because I would say the punishment probably after he's filed the suit, maybe three, four weeks tops, maybe, possibly. But this happened what in January? This right? happened in January, but he didn't complain until he didn't file a suit until just recently. But then the, I think we received notification about it some months ago because I remember hearing about it. So I mean, I don't know. I just think that even though he's an NBA player, that may put some swiftness to it. But I think that anything that goes viral and people see it and hear about it is people want something done. Right. But I mean, maybe because he has the um, Bucks backing him, I think right. the whoever the gm or whatever was just kind of like you know it's not right if we're gonna stand behind him you know i mean that helps too and then obviously if because i didn't watch it but from my understanding people was because i was listening to t free earlier and he was going off about it like they should have been fired so right i agree some too. people think it should have been more than just a suspension or right. whatever so yeah i mean you, they tased him um and then like i said his body pauses his livelihood so had he got tased what if it would have trigger something cause him not to play anymore that's right. his livelihood so um, and I, it's ridiculous t3 was saying his dad's a, a chicago police officer too or something or somewhere in chicago his the sterling guy his dad was a i don't know if he is or was a retired officer so i thought that was interesting too um and i heard some of my co-workers i think they were talking to the guy that was an officer and he had like an interesting take on it because uh somebody was like well he had his hands in his pocket and i was like nigga it was cold <laughs> like <laughs> And then he was like, well, kind of, because I don't know if he said he, I think he said he didn't watch it, but to kind of see his, his, or hear what he was saying was interesting because you can tell he's coming from the cop standpoint, like, well, what did he do or what happened? Or I have to watch it. And I was just kind of like, hmm. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that up. And then, um, just a side note, shout out to my, um, homie Javon and his wedding. He just got married yesterday. Wedding season. Uh, but it is wedding season. So, back music. <laughs> mayonnaise music, though. Uh, <laughs> it was dope. It was a dope wedding. I got a chance to see a lot of cats I haven't seen in a minute. Um, we had, just had a great time yesterday. Like so, old nigga cats. Yeah. Shout out to, um, yeah, cause we're keeping on 10 years. About 10 years out of, um, <laughs> Keeping on, we keeping on ten years out of high school. So that's crazy. So yeah, I saw a lot of people that either have families, have kids, have you know just oh, just out here, road. just out here and um, Period. just having a good time. <laughs> so <laughs> gotta catch up, <laughs> Nah, I'm good. I'm hey, God works in mysterious that. ways. God works on His time. So shout out to everybody that's oh, uh, working. So shout out to that wedding though. Period. Who's an old man? What a bus. Anyway, uh, let's go into question of the week. Name the best way for a man to approach a woman. Should his approach be tailored to the venue? Mm. Huh? 
Oh, okay. Basically, like, based on where they at. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Whatever. Um, oh, that's a good question. Venue plays a... Atmosphere plays a great... I don't important. think it. Oh, does it matter? Does. Yes, it does. I don't Why think, so? I don't think it do. Yes, it does. You can go somewhere that's noisy and you can't hear no shit she's saying. You said shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> especially it, especially on the first date. First date, I think it's very important that you. You said date. Some... No, I didn't say date. Yeah, she didn't say date. Said approach a woman. So look at the picture. Yeah, yeah. approaching a woman. Oh, oh, I, damn! I misinterpreted that. So yeah, you did. I was like, "Where you going with this?" So you're saying that this was like when I got that question about sleeping over your friend house. Mm, yeah. <laughs> she was like, "I mean, are we comfortable with it?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "If that's comfortable." Nasty. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> Can you read it one more time? One more time, just to make sure I understand the question. Damn, listen, medicine and the candy. <laughs> Name the best way for a man to approach a woman. Should his approach be tailored to the venue? Got you. Yes. Still. Like if a woman is if you're at the gym, um and don't talk to me at the gym. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yes, that uh But what if you just really like her, you're not gonna say nothing. Because I've seen people say they met their boyfriend, baby daddy, whatever, at the gym. And I always go, hmm. So what if like you ready to leave and she That's perfect. I mean that's a good uh, I guess the she, activity is important. He don't jog to the door like he was done. <laughs> she made treadmill. What the fuck? Hey, I just got off the step master. Uh no nah, um you leave a note in her locker and shit. <laughs> but it's on the receipt. Put up. No, uh, uh, I think I does. I, I does. I do think that it is important um, to pay attention to. Like you don't want to go up to her and like say if it's, it's one of her friends' birthdays, or you see like a group of girls in their birthday, you go over there and like, hey, you know, I really like you. But like, our friends are like, nigga, he weak. He weak. How? I think I don't think that that's weak. One, how he supposed to know who birthday it is? Said. You can't go. The comedian said a man. No, Tony Rock. Tony Rock said a man can't go over to a woman, woman's table, and they got bottles. Like a man can't do that. Like he can't do that at all. It's what if easy. they don't have bottles? So you said if you go to the club or something and they they, pop, they got you, bottles in their section they pop, already, they got you can't go join. No, you can't. A Why? man can't do that because you're gonna look weak. Like get your okay, big ass out of here. You, you just weak. approaching her to ask her for a dance or ask her. But it's not gonna come off that way, unfortunately. Wow. It's not gonna come the off that way. All the time where you, where like they sitting down, not necessarily that they got bottles, but they have drinks in their That's hands. Different. That's drinks, bottles. What does that bottles. matter? Bottles. If I'm at a club and this fine ass nigga walk up and asked me to dance, what the fuck? This these bottles gotta do? This nigga over there bought it. And he asked me before I dance, and I got, <laughs> I got busy on the dance floor with him too. <laughs> it does matter. It, it does. That's Venue quite matter. interesting. Venue I matters. see. Um, well, so the first part of the question said, what's the best way for a man to approach a woman? I think in a respectful manner, mm-hmm. don't what be, do you say? don't try to just jump in where it's not a good time. For instance, when Mwanja talking about the gym, if she got her headphones on, like, don't try to get right. her attention. Totally. Got AirPods. I'm going to drop one of these bitches. You're going to pay for one. Right. So she, she's clearly, you know, in her zone trying to work <laughs> out, catch her on her way out the door. Um, you put the can I in think, the back of the tire. <laughs> I think no matter where you at, it should always be respectful. And if she, um, I've been seeing this a lot and I know we talked about this before. If she says no, then don't get in your chest. Just move it along. Um, but, Always be respectful, whether you at a bar, at church, at the gym, at the grocery store. Like, damn, let her shop in peace. Um, I grocery d- stores are good though. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think 
it matters. If his approach is always to be respectful, then that's like I said, it's going to happen no matter what setting you're in. I don't think if you're at the bar, then you, you got a different slang or a different line that you use than mm-hmm. if you were to meet her at fucking Barnes and Noble or something. Grocery store, I would say grocery for me, I think grocery store is top five place to meet a approach a woman. Andre look like he'll be corny and be like, are you getting no. lettuce? Kind of lettuce? <laughs> Fuck you, lousy. Romaine? <laughs> but like, Philadelphia? We both grab uh, the same cereal. Oh, I wanted that bag. Oh, you can have it, you know. So I think I wasn't even going for that. <laughs> right. Okay, yes. This for my son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta blast. <laughs> terrible. See, you, terrible you ain't oh, See, you didn't even get to know her. You over there looking at her ass. Um, bookstore t- you bookstore said her ass is blocking the baby in front five. of her. Niggas ain't shit. Bookstores is my top five, too. Um, and that's a great place to approach. I want me for me bars and clubs. That's it's iffy. It's touchy. It's touchy, especially in this era too. You know you're, what I mean. You ever been approached at the grocery store? Uh, I was a um, athlete. Breathe. Number one athlete, by the way. Um, no, but I can't. I can't recall if I. I think people try to talk to me, but I just I because I always have my AirPods in. If I'm oh, by myself, okay, yep. Have you? No. Well, do, but, you do you know like the weirdest? Not weirdest, but like not. But before I go there, I know my mom met her boyfriend at the grocery store, which is mm. funny. And I always hey. asked her. And I thought she was lying because I've I personally never heard nobody said it. And I thought she was just saying shit mm. just again. I'm like for real. And I asked her again, and she's like, I told you at the grocery store. And I said, so like what happened? So I think she said she was like walking around, and he kept like popping up like Will and shit on Fresh Friends, mm. like and she kept like. Okay, and then she checked out, and she said I was outside, and he just walked up to me as, as I was putting the shit in my car, like, "Oh hi, how are you? I seen you in the store." And she like, "Okay." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's actually a very nice guy, which is funny. And this was years ago, so I'm like, you never know. But um, I know this couple that met like that on Twitter. Where this place? <laughs> and it was almost a missed opportunity. Mm. Where I can't think of where this place. I and I, I guess I say that because you never really know where you could meet somebody. Yeah. Facts. I don't think I can think of as maybe something weird like if I'm doing if I'm, if I'm in the middle of running or something like that on a treadmill, oh. you know, like I wouldn't. Oh. I don't want to say I wouldn't mind it. I don't want to say it would bother me, but it is what it is. Like if you felt like you needed to say something, depends on how smooth they are. Yeah, I would say I was going to say that. Yeah, if you got game, dry and shit, you want some you more water. The place really probably doesn't matter, she but there is, a, <laughs> there is an art and strategy depending on the place that you are in. Um, Done. That's funny. <laughs> Mall. <laughs> I don't really like malls either. Malls I'm is laughing. like because people. No. You like the there. different type of things, like the bookstore and the I like specific the, things. Um, grocery store, like the mall. At the mall, is, I think that's pretty. I don't want to say standard, but that it's such a big place. Yeah, to be anywhere. exactly. I think it's very. I can see what you're saying. It's very in the zone where you're in a specific place, like yeah. a grocery store or a bookstore. Like you're there specifically for a book, and what the fuck you reading? Just a question. Like you know, what I'm saying, if you're in the mall, yeah. where you shopping at? Exactly. So I got a deal though on some Advil in my purse. Uh, I want, I want the Walgreens. Spencers. Get a bullet. And I want the Spencers. <laughs> get a bullet. Man, make sure you, you get batteries. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is definitely, I do agree that there is, there is an art to, um, to the approach. There's an art to the approach. You can't just, uh, you gave me these weak ass batteries. Oh. You say? Are you chewy? Um, what's chewy? Anyway. Star Wars. <laughs> But so uh, yeah. the venue does or does not matter. It does. I don't but think it do. Listeners, let us know what you think. You know, yeah, let's back know. up like like the old like the old old thing back. Interesting. Um, yeah, you know, that was a good question. 
That's a great question. <laughs> so shut a up, great water question. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta be? I got some shut up. What type of uh, lettuce you eat? What type of lettuce? Uh, watching, I like Philadelphia man. cream cheese. Wagwan. <laughs> Whoa. Wagwan. Spat it around. Said, knock them down, roll it around. Come, Come on, on team, let's work. Work. Uh, ugly. Um, <laughs> I'm cute. Drake and Rick Sexy. versus Pusha T. Um, Pusha Pusha, F. Pusha, F. Pusha T came out Pusha with his um, his album Friday called uh, Daytona. Um, and uh, the very last song, Infrared, had a couple shots coming at uh, Drake. I'm not Drake, yeah, Drake, Aubrey. Wayne, Did and he say uh, his Aubrey. Name? Not necessarily, no, but, but I know he talked about Wayne and uh, Britt. Yeah, gotcha. he definitely made it clear that it was gotcha. about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just a little backstory with uh, Pusha T and Wayne. Um, one of the issues there is that back in the day, um, I got me some baby names. Exactly. So, uh, you know, the baby names were very, very popular back in the day uh, because of the clips. What is this right now? The clips made it popular. It was a Japanese clothing line that made it popular in America. And you notice that Lil Wayne had it, started wearing it. And asked about it, Lil Wayne said, you know, I don't know who the fuck they are, basically. And, you know, I'm the best rapper alive, yada, yada, yada. So that was that. So fast forward now, babe, uh, Wayne is you know going against Birdman, um, trying to get his album out and losing money and stuff like that. And so Infrared came out and boom, shots fired. Uh, then Drake replied with his uh, Duppy freestyle, I think it was called, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, people were you know, Mom, what's a Duppy? People were um, you son, right? People were kind of like, whoa. You know, he, he fired back so fast and so quick, mixed, mastered so fast. And then also and on top sent of that. And sent an invoice. And sent an invoice. He mentioned well, the invoice A little bit more than I asked you to, to do, okay. Right. So. Um, stretch my hands. For me, I guess, have you all kind of heard about, you no. both kind of heard, heard about it? or um, I've heard about it. And from the looks of it, everybody was more on Drake's side. Um, everyone yeah. was kind of siding with Drake, and it just made me think of Drake and Meek Mill, and how everybody was loving back to back, and how they played back to back in the clubs and at the bars. So I was like, Ooh. I don't want to hear about it ever again. <laughs> Not even when she tell you she better as friends. Um, I heard about it. I read like uh, or skimmed through something about like what you were talking about the the backstory of Pusha T's issue with Wayne and Drake and all that, and how Drake was added to Young Money, and then. I think was it the, one of the songs off his uh, "Nothing Was the Same" album or something? He yeah, yeah, yeah. mentioned it or something. But um, I don't know. I listened to Pusha T's album a little bit. I've uh, listened to the Infrared song, which which is pretty funny because I didn't. I think I saw a tweet and I, I guess Twitter you can say you relate to tweets that you retweet to, but this is one I really related to because it was funny. It was like, damn nigga, I, <laughs> I didn't even get to listen to Pusha T album yet. Now I got to go listen because I didn't even know because it was it was like in my queue. Like I had it, I was ready. And it was like, Drake, I'm like, damn, nigga, you dropped this shit already. So I listened to that. So I was like, let me see what Pusha T said. And I just listened to the rest of the album and forced me to do it. So I'm like, eh, you made me to cut him a check because that's how I listened to it. I mm-hmm. wasn't ready. But, um, I mean, I don't really care. So I don't know. <laughs> um, Just my take. Rap beef, nothing new. Yeah. yeah I, think I, it's, I think it's exciting because from my understanding and just from the past, because I don't really listen to Pusha T like that, but. You know, he's very ly- lyrical. I like the uh, the production on some of the songs. I didn't finish it even though it was seven songs. But um mm-hmm. and then Drake, you know, he's he's Aubrey. So Um based off his uh Breakfast Club interview. Um he made a push team makes a great point. And I think a lot of people Is like he? Meat Mill Meat Mill um says Robert. as well too, um that is his real name Robert for real? Yes. Oh. 
Um, wow. Okay. Rap. Uh, that's how rap. Um, Call him Rob. <laughs> Talk about Big Bill, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Big Bill. Um, I think a lot of artists, because of the Quentin thing that came out, his whole reference tracks and stuff like that, um, they think that uh, Aubrey Graham Drake is soft. Facts. And, um, True. Which is kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't think so. did you see Nicki Minaj's tweet and mm-hmm. um, her defending Drake? Yeah, I just remember seeing her picture in Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> She had a uh, so Nicki Minaj came to Drake's. Nikki. <laughs> That's a good one. Everybody said that. Nicki. Nicki Minaj. Nicki. I just want to follow that. You know, you got it. You said, but you said Nicki, like Nick. That was a Nick. Nicolette. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> done. Nicki Minaj came to Drake's defense and pretty much said, like, y'all keep bringing up this Quentin Miller shit. Like, first of all, it's two years old. And two, y'all acting like Drake didn't write for other people as well um so she's she basically was like he's written for people he's helped people write stuff y'all still bringing up this old ass shit about quentin miller and it's like who gives a fuck well that goes to my point with um pussy t said on the breakfast club Mm -hmm. it's that pure hip-hop artists don't have any writers the jay-z's the little wayne's Mm -hmm. they don't even write those two don't even write the biggies don't write not to wayne so but but you got to understand, he made a point that he respects Drake and in, uh, in the fact that Drake makes good records. You would have to have other writers to come in and, and come up with those ideas. And, and he's a great, and I always say that Drake is a great curator of records. Um, but he can also spit, too. That's not, the thing. And not to cut you off, but most singers have writers. That's, you can't count that. You are singing completely No, different. I... I <laughs> what? You, you spit. Oh. Oh, that's put on you. No, it was far. It was damn near. I didn't even see that. <laughs> right. No, I'm saying you so, squeegee your umbrella. I don't particularly remember the song that they said Quentin Miller wrote for Drake, but um, do you remember? Yeah, it was on nothing was the same. I think it was enemies or was he uh, singing? Yeah, that's not nothing was the same. That's um. No, no, I'm sorry if you're reading this. It's on one of the right. if you're reading the thing this. Is if you're reading this too late, yeah, that's too right. Late, one of those well, records. If he's singing, does that really count then? That's when he's a rapper. Drake is not a singer. He sings. <laughs> not a singer, I think he's man. both. I think he's both too. No. Yeah, he's both. He's goes, been singing since day one. He can, he, he can sing, girl, but he's not a singer. Replacement Girl was his first song. A rapper, plenty of rappers are mel- melodic, very melodic. Drake no, Cole, very melodic, but he's Jake, not a no, singer. Drake can sing. No, sorry, he's a rapper. He's not a singer. Great, I think he's both. Anyway, anything else? Because <laughs> if you go pull up his record, it's not going to be an R and B. It's going to be cool. going to be in Um, bah. but what Pusha T was saying, what I completely understand is that you got a lot of. They can't separate Drake the curator as opposed to Drake the rapper, the artist, right? The one that can spit, and get on freestyles and stuff like that. Because he had this reference track that's in the middle here. A lot of rappers, pure rapper yeah, or hip hop heads or push your teeth like that. Blah, just can't blah. Blah. So. Well, I guess the I freestyle just, will solve it all. I, right, basically. I, I just think that, that because he's very diverse in what he does as far as singing and rapping and curating or whatever you want to call it. I think, like you said, people may be confused by it and they may just think that he is soft. But don't piss Aubrey off because obviously he'll go at you and it's cool. Everybody going to rap and we're going to be excited because there's some rap beef and we're going to be talking about it like now. Well, so. and f- final point. To what you said there, um, Drake know how knows how to play the game in this era. 
when he put that invoice up, I saw it. It was only 22 minutes. When I saw it, it was only 22 minutes. It already had almost 300,000 likes. He knows how to play the game. When Drake says something in his raps and follow it up with an Instagram post or a meme or what have you. I don't you, think it's really, he's Drake. Like, look how many he, how many followers he has. I mean, it's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. That He knows how to play the game. It's not a game. It's just, it is it what is, it is. It is. It, it is what era. it is. It's not a game. Half the cat, post, half if the I kids, have 22 million followers and I know who I am, it's not a game. It's point blank, period. You didn't have to put that invoice up there. Come on, fam. You, he, no, he knows didn't. he's he going to get plenty of hits, to. fam. He knows so, he's going to so get plenty of hits. We basically the same thing. It's, I don't think it's a game, though. It is, it is, it is a game. He knows exactly you, what he's doing. It's not a game. It is what it is. He knows exactly what the what man is. is doing, fam. It is what man. it is. Anyway. <sighs> Speaking of fights and people and <laughs> beef. Um, so, Kala, Kim Kardashian West. Yeah, sorry. Um, she came at Rhymefest Um it was i was reading her tweets completely frazzled like kimberly what are you talking about (laughs) um but um it came up to something about um the charity in chicago donda's house and Mm. how he had fake yeezys and how um he he something about his relationship with kanye basically and um i think Kim kind of made a fool of herself. I understand sticking up for your man and things like that, but sometimes some things don't need to be said. I feel like now, don't get me wrong. Somebody tweeted, "You damn right, if my man into it, I'm a, you know, I'm a jump in it." And right. now, now that we both, she said, the thing is though, Kim and Kanye both look stupid now that he has now that Ryan Fest has responded, um, which I thought was pretty funny, but. Um, so he basically responded and said, um, yeah, I do know Kanye and obviously I've written for him and something about how he's tried to get Kanye, um, involved in the foundation, in the charity of Donda's house. And Kanye, he said Kanye was more focused on creating an album and Kim was basically like, I'll take it from you and give it to my kids to run and she just was saying some dumb, dumb ass shit. <laughs> and to me, it kind of pissed me off. And I like Kimberly sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> was she not posting naked pictures? Because I'm like, girl, uh, we taught her that. But I, I like Kim sometimes. Um, I think sometimes she's unaware that her children are black um, or, or mixed. Some people don't like when people say that because they are mixed. She has to understand, though, that they do have black in them. But... Um, I, you know, even one of the kids from the organization, the charity said he basically, he called out her name. I didn't like that. I feel like he could have told her off, but still had been respectful. But he was like, you know, shut up. I've been in this program for five years or, you know, I was in this program recently. Answer. You coming to the thing? No. Uh-oh. Why be a podcast? Who's this? Tim, what's good, man? Man, what's happening? Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? We talking about uh, Kim yeah, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, and, and Kanye and, and Rhyme Fest. Lost, you want to set him up real quick? So, I just wanted to know did you did you happen to see Kim Kardashian's tweets towards Rhyme Fest? No. Okay. Well, um, she basically was, you know, talking to him and saying that he's 
she came at him kind of reckless on on the tip of she wants to take the charity from him and give it to her kids and things like that. And he kind of responded and said, Hey, I do know your husband in passing, obviously. And um, he said, like, I've been trying to get Kanye involved in Donda's house. I've been, you know, doing this. Me and my wife have been doing this. And, you know, Kanye was nowhere to really be found. But if y'all want it, y'all can take over it and do it. But um, she kind of tried to make a fool out of him. She says Yeezys was fake and some stupid shit. Like she was, to me, she was being childish and petty. So um, I don't really know what my question. What well, question here. would be is have 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 your wife has your wife ever backed you up to a fault? Maybe you might have been wrong, or there might have been some issues. Has your wife ever backed you up um, to a fault? Uh, I wouldn't say fault. Uh, maybe at the beginning of the relationship, there's been a time where I'm debating or arguing with a guy, and she'll come up and try to intervene. <laughs> Kind of like that. Without even knowing if you were wrong or not. Is intervening like stop it or intervening like take up for you? Exactly. Instead of just, and I had to kind of tell her like, hey, back up, I got this. Mm. Interesting. And it's just like that kind of stuff. But no, I mean, if I'm wrong, I usually kind of chuck up the hill. I'm not wanting to keep talking. Oh, got you. um, Yeah, I'm not wanting to. Because I would want my wife like, even though I'm wrong, back my shit up, and then after the fact, like, hey, baby, nigga, you, you stupid, nigga you, you, nigga, you an idiot. You, why you, why you do that? But shit, baby, high five, shit, we got his ass. Done. <laughs> well, I, I exactly. guess. Oh I guess. no, she, she definitely down for the team. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Hey, oh, if if it's a thing where I'm wrong and somebody still on that stuff, yeah, no, we about that action. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Hilarious. I'm scared of, I'm scared of her. So go go team Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, man, she keep asking me about that uh, crew neck too. Uh, we got you. I we you gave her hers. No, you gave her yours. We got to look um, for the size. I don't, oh, I don't have any more larges. I, I think I might have one at home. Oh, okay, um, I'll double check for you. But um, so it, I guess in regards to Kim Kardashian and Rhymefest, um, his whole argument is that he's been taking care of the foundation that obviously Kanye should have a part in. But in his words, Kanye hasn't really been involved and kim is kind of on the well we'll take it from you and i'll let my kids run it type thing which is kind of stupid but i mean like they childish them like i i just think kanye should just put your phone down like he should just grab her and put your phone down (laughs) she's at this point she's kind of i get it sticking up for your man but now she's putting too much out there it, i don't know why celebrities do this like i get I'm gonna, it i'm gonna read the first part of what she said so, there we go um can you hear me tim yeah okay. she said kanye gave his friend and in, in quotes um an opportunity to run an organi- organization on his own so now that kanye has been publicly shamed for not being involved makes no sense and at this exact time just seems very calculated After several years of lack of performance from the organization and Kanye going through personal financial issues, he could no longer fund salaries. Ryanfest asked to take it over and Kanye agreed with no financial strings attached. Hmm. I will always ride for my man. I have and will always applaud any efforts to give back to the community, to fight for justice and to help uplift the youth. But I will never tolerate someone who was close to Kanye, who attempts to use his late mother's name to publicly shame him while pretending to do good. 
And I don't have the rest of what Lassie was saying about the kids, but yep, that's what she said. Does his personal financial does that matter? Who Kanye's? Yeah. Um, if it's yeah. if if it's a commitment, like if you said you're gonna do this, say you're gonna do that, a stuff happens. That's that's kind of your personal thing that has nothing to do with what he's going on. Like for instance, with companies when they go out of business they're laying off everybody not caring but that's your dog like right. them out regardless say give it it's your job to be like hey this is going on right now so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that to make sure y'all good or jay is your right hand like you jay right hand hey ho help me out real quick while i'm doing yeah. this right. while i'm going through all this kim you my wife Right, money. Can you like spot me? Right, like, and, and, and at the end of the day, it's your, you know, it, like like she way. said, you can't use your, you will not use his mom's name to publicly shame him. I can't imagine having a foundation under my mom's name right. and not taking care of it myself. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we need you to come from show up to these schools. Yeah, Man, I'm working on these albums. I right, that's him, what I'm saying. Like June. from from what Rhymefest was saying, Kanye is so he's so far removed that. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on with the kids and yeah. the organization and the foundation and anything like that. Which to me, I was kind of like, that don't make no sense. You when you when he when Kanye first came out, he was all Chicago this, Chicago that. Obama when the last time you been to Chicago? <laughs> when the last time you seen Concert. these kids? When the last time you've and, and I get it because I think um in his Charlemagne interview, didn't he say he was going through a bankruptcy or something like that? But like you just said, you got your wife who has hella money. You got friends that you keep tweeting their conversations and shit. Like, what, what's going on? Ryan Fest ain't shit. He, he he tweeted out and said he's gonna have he gonna ask Drake to help. You <laughs> gonna have shit. what? He said. Uh, he said I'm asking Drake to help uh, the part of Chicago. <laughs> Kanye has abandoned. <laughs> Please go, contact uh, at Donda House. Uh, I've seen that. Uh, last question for you, Tim. Before we let you go, um, we were pri- prior to this, we were talking about the um, Pusha T and Drake issue. Um, yeah. people had some issues with uh, Pusha T's album cover with the uh, Whitney Houston's uh, that. bathroom. Do you see? Do you think there's an issue with them using that as an album cover? As I mean, I I seen that he spent. Like, I think they said like eighty five thousand or something like that mm-hmm. to get it as a uh, cover. It's that's bogus. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> just talking to my wife about that earlier. I showed her the cover. They was like, "Why would they do that?" And, like, I don't care, fam. That's it's bogus. I, I really don't see the what's the reasoning behind it. Um, I was, like why it's it's so many different. You can find a picture anywhere, but you use her picture. Like and and at the end of the day, like what it was said that Kanye called him like at the last minute and said that he was changing it. Like I didn't ask for this, bro. Like who said I wanted? Yeah, this? he seemed very. You could take it two ways on the Breakfast Club. He seemed like it, as if he really didn't know because I think Charlamagne asked him, what's the album cover? And he said, I don't know. I didn't see it or it was changed. But then it could come off as I know what it was, but I didn't want to tell y'all. So right. y'all get pissed off at me. Um, but I heard a couple of different people was like, because Pusha T always raps about selling dope and slanging or whatever, because she was, you know, right. on drugs. It's, I guess it correlates in the sense. Yeah, that's not though. But then people were like, well, because you, yeah. like you just said, you can find a picture of somebody doing dope anywhere. <laughs> right. Well, no, but then on top of that too, like they should have shut that, the family should shut that shit down once the 
photographer who took the picture that's what her, i want to um i think bobby brown's sister when she was doing drugs don't quote me but i think she was doing drugs with her back then i think mm. she sold it back i don't know but that's what people were saying too but i mean at this point regardless of that like on top of just kanye west and Pusha t itself would you use that as an album cover picture so that was my question yeah, not at all you can get rick james or freaking there's so many people doing coke and dope back in the day. You choose Whitney Sam, like yeah, that's, yeah, that's horrible. Mm. Well, Tim, we thank you so much for giving us a call, and uh, you have a great rest of your night. And we got your sweater coming to oh, you. Oh, I soon. will. Cavs won, so I'm they, did. Oh, they did. Oh, wow, oh, that's good. Go on. What Dang, was the score? Spoiler alert. Sorry. No, that's fine. I <laughs> want to know what was the score. Uh, eighty-seven seventy-nine. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. Sound like it was a good game. Yeah, I bet you was plenty of calls going on. Yeah. Cleveland way. But anyway, uh, appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for calling in, man. I'll have your shirt tomorrow. I'll be in the area uh, tomorrow anyway. So. All right. Just hit me up, man. All right. Peace. Yeah. My wife said, what my goddamn sweater? Damn. Yeah. Sleep on the couch. Right. Oh. Petty. Goddamn sweater. Um, so go. I don't know, man, with that photo... I don't know how I feel about that. It's insensitive to me. I think it's, I don't know. It's art. See, and I was listening to the podcast brothers earlier and then the the two brothers, um, shout out to Fresco and, um, I can't think of his name right now. Flaw. Um, they both had a different, um, yeah, they both had different, um, perspectives and uh, i think fresco was like like you said it's art and he was the one that was basically like because of the whole dope thing and then i think flaw was more so on the you know it's pretty insensitive and you could use any other piece of somebody dealing or doing dope like why whitney kurt cobain rick james somebody like but um i don't know interesting uh and i think that's what he said what's his reasoning like right he just feels like it just there was no connection besides the whole like you you know like some people do stuff for a reason right. i can see that too but yeah. um Meh. moving along let's talk about the nfl let's talk about the nfl um so protesting dun, dun, dun. um so the nfl has uh announced a new rule banning players from kneeling in protest during the uh playing of the national anthem before games um, so players, what they can do is players can actually, uh, they can stay, stay in the locker room. Um, but if they violate the new rule, not, um, not will, if that makes sense, not will the players get fined, but the actual team will get fined. Not will, not only? Not only. No, no, no. It's, I, I think it's just the team will get fined, uh, not the player, um, uh, which is interesting. Oh, so the whole team. Right. Yeah. So, um, this is based off, for those who don't know, should, but this is based off of um, Colin Kaepernick's um, kneeling um, in protest of the, <laughs> that's Tim, um, kneeling in protest of the, um, got boogers, should they fly them on them? Ugh. Spit booger. Yeah, it's dry. If not. You never took a booger and said, I heard a booger in my accent before. Ew. Uh, you never heard a booger hit the wall? That's the funniest shit to me ever. I had the, um, the, my desk at work. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but I always it's so fascinating to me because you be like, damn. No, I never heard of it. What book did you have? Hard like, one, bitch. Ugh. The slimy one's when you see. I'm grown. Shit, leave me alone anyway. Uh, so, um, me. I'm pissed off. Kyle Kaepernick is a protest against the national anthem. Um, yeah, but there were certain certain um team coaches that said, you know, if my players do decide to kneel, 
will definitely play the he'll definitely pay the fine. Um okay. some owners I should say. So it's just interesting. What are your what are your takes on that? It's like the NFL is finally taking a bold stand against players uh kneeling during the national anthem and once again the kneeling is not to say that um the kneeling is more so of the injustices that is happening, not right. the flag or the military itself. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say the NFL can kiss my ass. <laughs> like, that's stupid. Like, that's stupid as fuck to me. Like, if you're going to give them to the chance to not even be out there, which to me, not saying... I don't want to I don't want to go too far with this because I think it's a fine line. And I was going to say to me, if they not on the field, then they then to me, that means they would want to kneel. But that could not be true. Um, But that's just irritating. Like basically you forcing them to not stand up for what they believe in and hand out fines. And it's not whatever. I, whatever. I just think it's dumb. Before you get your thoughts, um, I'm going to throw this nugget in here, too. So screw uh, that nugget. And in um <laughs> Is it from Wendy's? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're an idiot. Right. Oh yeah, pull up, pull me up, pull me up. Um for you. Don't be walking in a The uh, NFL <laughs> has agreed with the owners to a ninety million dollar partnership to fight social injustice. Um and they thought that that would reach an bogus <laughs> reach an accommodation. Um so the players think that they're going to strategize with their union to try to figure out how they can combat that. So if you all don't kneel, we'll give you all $90 million to whatever social injustice issue uh, that you want to have it go towards. So do you think not kneeling for the um, flag to get your issues uh, fought with money, of course, um, which takes money, uh, a good sacrifice? So basically the nugget is saying that if they don't kneel, they'll give donate money. money. Right. Then let them kneel. God that, damn it. Yeah. It's just all so stupid. It, it, yeah. It's just, Did I miss this? What? No. Okay. It's just all so I, I really, I, I really don't watch football NFL. I just think it's just getting out, out of hand. Just like with these meetings and then coming up with just new stuff and then coming out with more dumb shit. And then, well, you can wait in the locker room. You took your shot? No. No. Um, I, I really don't have much to say because I'm just, I'm pretty much drained. Canceled NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start our own YBO football league and um, donate us some money. <laughs> Trump said, uh, I think it's good. Who? Trump. Of course. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. 45 said, I think, I don't think people should be standing in their locker rooms, but I still think it's good. You have to stand proudly for the national anthem or you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be in the country. Well, this is the thing. That's stupid. But football. <laughs> <laughs> People sit in the audience. <laughs> this nigga an idiot. Like, I don't know. more not black people nigga, in the but... NFL than any other race. And it's like, nigga, we make up this shit. So it's like, if we ain't here, then what? We make up the players, but we don't make up that's the ownership. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, we that's... create right. what people are we here for. We create the teams, goddammit. Like, we, we mm. create the, the funness, the, the activity, the thing. The entertainment. It's like, I mean, it's basically the plantation and the slaves are revolting. The owners are saying, shut the fuck up. I mean, or, we, we get, get that out. analogy, but at the end of the day, it's like, what the fuck? Like, da-da-da. Yeah. 
Um, what does it all mean, Basil? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm this, sorry, I, just, I know die, shout out to diehard NFL fans, but if this doesn't make you want to say what the hell, like I would really reconsider watching it and, and, I, and damaging I their profits. I know people who, who haven't watched the yeah. NFL and ever since. Their profits. I think I've seen a lot of people, though, that really was like, you know, at first people was like, I ain't going to watch it, but they like, but now from people are really like, no, nah, fuck that. Because it's, ridiculous. it's, it's a clear um, case of we don't give a fuck. Right. And we're trying exactly. to hold on to whatever it is that they're trying to hold on to with this whole ne- don't kneel thing. But it's like, y'all not really understanding what this whole thing is about. It's not about standing proud for the flag. Right. Like, it, you still, after all this time, you're still missing the whole point. Right. So just kind of like, I didn't even try to understand. Yeah. And it's like, I'm done. And, you know, I know people that have parents that are maybe white that just don't that don't understand. And it's interesting coming from them. And they're trying to explain it to their parents. And they're like, oh, I don't think they care. Honestly, you know, I think honestly, I think that's what it is. But they really they can't connect to that world. So it's like they don't care. and They don't connect. But when you have a child or somebody and I think it's more say if you was if you were white or whatever, you just don't understand something else of another race or whatever the issue may be. And you have somebody that's close to you, like a child or somebody explaining to you. I think that kind of opens the door to it more. I would hope that anybody that has a parent that's white or whatever helps them understand. And it's a couple of situations where people have told me things and I'm like, really? And it's interesting hearing that in this day and age. You're like, what? And let's not forget the idea originated from a white veteran that said he told Kaepernick said yeah it said it's disrespectful for you to sit down what we would do is when any type of fallen comrades or anything happened we would kneel that might be better and And I was listening to um again I think somewhere else too and I think was it it could have been a podcast but there's but somebody made an interesting point they're like anytime that you kneel for something when has it ever been disrespectful when you get on your knee to marry somebody that's an honorable thing Mm -hmm. um Name some other shit. Like it's, uh, when a player gets injured and really bad, all players take a knee. Right. Like yeah. it's a whole bunch of things that it's a very honorable thing to do. So now at this point, it's disrespectful and rude. And like you said, going back to the point of the veteran, that's like, well, don't sit down. Just kneel a little bit. Well, I mean, Tim Tebow kneeled when he was in the NFL. He kneeled because of, he kneeled for the flag because of abortion. And people Was that said true? He, I, I read know. something that said that it wasn't true. He did I it. Was say no, that. I think Ti posted it, and somebody in the comments was like, "You know, I'm all for everything, but this ain't true." So I don't <laughs> really know. Okay. But she was, she didn't come back. with somebody else kind of explained, because he even tattled like, "Well, what's good, sis?" And somebody was like, "He did it after the anthem, or it had I don't know, but whatever the case may be, still, it's just I'm drained, I'm tired, I ain't watching that shit anyway." Next, right? Fuck. So em. back to you, Bob. <laughs> it's false. Somebody says false. Yeah, I think I heard that. Okay. Thanks um, for checking me on that. Appreciate it. Listeners, that. let us know what you think. I'm pretty sure you heard this shit different places, but, you know, I've been many different and I thought that was interesting, the whole kneeling because of uh, time. getting married or proposing. I just, I was like, damn, that's an inter- interesting point. And then just yeah. to kind of going back to what I was saying, just to hear some people getting that aspect from people who parents don't get it. When they explain it, they go, oh, it just, that makes sense. Or if you put it, well, put this in perspective and they go, oh. But it's just—I think it's that the whole fact that it's, it's black bodies, black men right. kneeling down, black men that are making millions of dollars kneeling down for a cause for somebody that's lower than them—not lower than, but somebody that don't have like, the damn. voice or social uh, platform that they have—and they're like, "What the fuck are you? Stand up, black man that's making million dollars, more than money, more money than I'm making because yeah. I'm watching the show and I'm a, a middle America white or even lower class. You know, it, you should be happy. You should be happy, and it's." It, 
Mm-hmm. You should have. I don't even want to get into it. Sorry. It's such a disconnect, and yeah, that's another. Michael Bennett's we'll book. It was very good. We'll talk about that later. Um, let's move on. Random shit of the week or my weekly revelation. Shout out to the revelation. So I was watching. Um, I had to catch up because I'd be forgetting. Uh, the I think I'm gonna say his name wrong. Antonio was his name. Antonio Cromarty, his show, and he's trying to become a um sports commentator because he. Retired from NFL and he's like, you know, trying to get into it. So he had a scene where I think somebody that was on his team, he's in like deeply into it. He's been doing it for some time. He's a commentator and he was doing like a little test run and he's reading the screen and he sounded so slow. Bless his heart. Mm, <laughs> no, funny. Bless his heart. So he's like, you know, I'm not going to quit. And um, I, I guess my question for you guys is, do you guys worry about trying something new? So he's, you know, he's being he was explaining to his wife they had a little confession on it. he's like you know i've been playing football all my life and now that i'm he's probably like mid-30s and i'm trying to figure out what can i do to occupy my time that i that i love as much and i want to try commentating but I, like i said he did it and he needs some work and he i think he even commentated at his son a little basketball game he ended up coaching i'm like it was just funny so it's like do you ever worry about perfecting something and then having to go into something new and just not being as good like how do you, how would you or do you approach or has it ever happened to you where you try something new and you like suck at it like because he's like i'm not gonna quit and you know they sometimes gotta use a little subtitles for him because you know oh uh, no <laughs> so i was like oh i'm curious to see how far he goes i'm rooting for him because that's what most people in that um realm of uh you know career they do they go into commentating so um i would say um yes um when i went into the um the world of banking mm-hmm. i was so nervous I, I i thought that i'm the type of person like i i consider myself a fast learner i get things but it was like my first day on the floor i was like all right i'm not getting this shit mm. and it seemed like it was something that i wasn't going to be good at for a while but um because when you think about banking, to me, being on the other end of it, I've been in banks numerous times. But being on the other end, I was like, damn, there's so many steps. I got to mm. pull up their account. Look at this. Look at that. Do this. Ask them questions. Engage in conversation with them. Build rapport. Um, and just system-wise, for me, it was, new, it was new to me. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if this is going to be something that I can get used to. Even the money thing, like... At first, I was iffy about having so much money on me, but it got to the point where I had $60,000 in my drawer, and mm. I ain't bad or not. Like, I did not care. Like, That's I was it. like, whatever. Like, I got to, some days it was just like, if I see another fucking 20, I'm going to scream. Man, I miss Drug Money Mondays. Um, mm. <laughs> hey, y'all. <I'm> what? No. <laughs> No, so, but mm-hmm. what you going, got today, Ralph? Is for me is is really hard for me to not be good at something because I consider that a lot of things that I do I pick up very quickly. Um, so even now going into my new job, I'm not that worried, but I'm a little worried because it's kind of a sales role. Selling has never been my thing. I'm the type of mm. person, if I ask you and you say no, I just say okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if people want something, then they'll ask. Right. You know? See, I worked in sales before too when I did, uh, when I worked at Sterling, and I was worried about that too. Damn. God's plan. Is that a real call? Mm mm. <laughs> was that? Grams. Oh, maybe that's that, Max. Who? Bobby, your podcast. Yo, E. Yeah. 
Yo, we are doing the show right now. Uh, we had a quick question for you. Who's E? Eron? Eron, yeah. <laughs> he like, this ain't what I called you for. Yeah. That's what they called you for. Call. Hey, Eron, what you man. doing? You're supposed to text. What you doing, Eron? What I'm doing? I'm are you in the Bahamas still? I'm drinking a beer. I'm about to get ready and go to this party. Y'all should come. Oh, you back in the States. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eron, you on the podcast right now, right? So I had oh, a on the podcast. Yeah, you so stop drinking, okay? Okay. So um, like, let me. We're on a part about my weekly revelation. So I was watching this uh, reality show about what's his name, Antonio Cromartie. He's a retired NFL player. Um, real quick, uh-huh. he's in his mid thirties, and you know he's retired from the NFL, so he's trying to go into sports commentating. But you know he's the type of guy when he talks, sometimes they gotta have a couple subtitles, things like that. So um, mm-hmm. he went in and did like a little test run with one of his buddies that does it. He's real good at it. And he was trash. <laughs> um, so the question that I have for you is, um, do you ever worry about trying something new and possibly not being like good at it? Because, you know, he was explaining that he's played football all of his life. Now he's trying to find something to kind of, you know, spend his time doing. And he wants to do that. But he's he's starting out and he's not that good at it. So have you ever tried something new and wasn't good at it or? You know, any thoughts? I mean, yeah, yeah. I I feel like that's you, you're not gonna be good at everything, especially when you're trying it for the first time. But I feel like everybody's capable of learning, though. Yeah, but I mean, he's kind of ass. Like, <laughs> like I said, he's the type of dude where you gotta have a couple subtitles under his what he say. And you know, I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's kind of different because naturally, I don't want to say naturally, but a lot of times naturally, when you come from the NBA or NFL, what they say, oh, going to commentating. And he's not really a good speaker, I should say that. So he's working on it. But I think because he was telling his wife, like, I'm not going to quit. And I'm, I'm interested in kind of seeing how he adjusts with that. Because sometimes when you just used to that world, that's what you're used to. So I just wanted to know, is there anything? Um, I guess we talked about it on our radio show. But when you came over to, to the United States, were you worried about the change and different atmosphere, things like that? Yeah, like. I mean, people probably still don't think I could talk properly, especially when I speak like broken English in my accent and whatnot. Need subtitles. Um, but I don't let it bother me. I, I use those like disadvantages to my advantages because mm, some people find that funny, you know. Mm, so you make a joke out of so, it. Like in, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Has there any been any? Has and, there, um, go ahead. I thought of a, a commentator when you said that too. Uh, you ever seen Charles Barkley? Of course, <laughs> Cobra Brian, the Phoenix that Sun. Dude don't speak a lick of proper English, but people <laughs> love him though. Yeah, because he's funny. He country as hell. The Phoenix Sun, exactly. Cobra, but no, but this guy, like, you can hear what he, what Charles is saying. He's funny. I think because he's new and like sometimes when because. I think the dude was, it was like a dude standing in the corner and he was marking every time he said something wrong and he said something, but he didn't say, you know how you be kind of breaking your words up and he didn't say the whole word. And he was like, yeah, he didn't say the whole word. And he was like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I can't remember the word, but it was just funny because the dude was like, mm. <laughs> and he was reading the screen. <laughs> Who are you bad? Read and, talk. <laughs> man, oh. and I feel bad because you know when you spend so much time in that world and that's natural, then it's like right. you suck. At, like it's not like okay, I'm gonna get. I, I'm I suck because it's my first. He was just bad. I'm like, mm. wife, tell him to stop. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was oh that was God. it. So you you feel like he shouldn't be doing it? No, it, it I'm I'm just curious to see how far he goes because it, it really made me think. Like, damn, has there been something that I've really been trash at, like off top, and then I just got better in the future? Like, I just or in that moment, I just 
I can't think of nothing off top right now, but I just thought it was a good question because sometimes we 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 come through and we get through and and we make it. So I'm mm, facts excited to see his journey. That's all. It was just funny. Well, Iran, we thank you from coming for coming from the Bahamas and joining us um, in the United States and taking all our college scholarship money. And yeah, just oh wow. <laughs> Text Mwanja your questions. I'm just making you. Use of the things that you guys don't use, you know what I'm saying? Oh, here we go. I use. Or we don't get. Right, right. So get off my damn phone. <laughs> it ain't oh. my phone. But go to your right. own country now. All right. Aw. <laughs> Peace. Thank you guys. Now. Bye, Ron. Wait, that's hilarious. Oh yeah, for me it was sales to Milwaukee Bucks. Um, <laughs> going into that um that stage that arena uh of sales. Um, it's very interesting. Um, but by me having a marketing background, it kind of helped a little bit. Uh, sales, it, it's all, it's, it's a strategy. Um, and I know you don't like me saying this, but it is a game. You want to try to get, say the let, say the right word. Sales is actually a game. Yeah. That's uh, a game. Okay. Um, so you want you want to but you got to say the right words at the right time. Um, make sure you hit the right points, and you got to make sure you build a rapport with the customer, which is very important. Because if the customer doesn't trust you, if they think you like a slimy car salesman, <laughs> then they're they're not going to buy from you. Um, and a lot of times, what when I was that? very close to that buy, um, it's just you know what they had it. What's that? Mm-mm. Oh, you heard a ghost? I'm tweaking. Oh, all right, you don't need that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe it was you hitting your knee. Maybe possibly um, bionic knees. Um, so yeah, I think that was for me, that was just, that was just something new. And, um, I don't know, depending on the product, I'll be more, I'll be willing to go into sales, but I just need I have the to knowledge. Really, I, I, I need good but knowledge. But me personally, I have to believe in the product. Like at that time, it was kind of difficult to believe in the bucks. Was, <laughs> I think. Okay. She was my favorite no team. home team spirit. Yeah. yeah, Right. And it was just kind of difficult. So I was in a lot of time online, like there's no, there's no bad seat in the house. I'm like, fuck that. They suck. And a lot of, one dude said, I will not go back to any bucks game. Until they trade, um, who's a point guard at the time? Young cat, light skin. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Jabari, not Jabari. John. No, no, point guard. Um, oh, no I positions. I just know names and light skin right people. Tra- I think he got traded to. I think he got traded to Boston. But anyway, um, and they would. He was like, "You can just get off my line." Oh, right, cool. yeah. I don't know. For me, I think just generally when I think about just trying stuff, I don't want to say um, I worry about trying something new. I think it's it's always interesting because I have that battle with really wanting to do well, but really just wanting just to try it just because it's new. Because I'm one of the people that just think I can do everything. And a lot of things that I have to touch have to be perfection and go. But to me, it's so much information out here for you to learn different things. I think that's why um, I think I feel like I can do everything. But I just thought it was interesting because that was a, a realm that he was already in, but it was just like, man, I don't know if you can do this, bro. So, like I said, I'm 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 ex- excited, I guess, to see how he goes along with that. Um, what was I gonna say? Other than that, um, let's move on to dating and relationships. Dating and relationships. So, I got a question. So, I have a <laughs> a friend who was in a situation and. I just, I just found it an interesting situation, honestly. So she's dating this guy and, um, they're intimate. They have a sexual relationship. All right. Uh 
<laughs> so, um, yeah. So they're intimate and things like that. And she's going out of town and she asked him for money. <sighs> and he kind of was like, you know, I ain't really got it right now. All right. He does. And she kind of was like, eh. So, you know, she ain't really hit him back. So. <clears throat> ain't hit him back since she's been um, back from out of town or since she's been out of town? Since she asked for the money. Oh. So, I've 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 seen a lot that if, what, what do the women say? Not, I don't, I don't know if I particularly believe in this because I don't like asking people for money if it's not like my mom. Mm. But um, the saying is. Don't be scared to ask that nigga for money if he ask if he ain't scared to ask for some pussy. Oh yeah, I heard type that thing. Um, so how, what would you do in that situation, Moanjay? A, a girl that you you talk you're interested in her, you gen, you genuinely like her, and then she hits you up like I'm going out of town and I need can you can I get a hundred dollars to do this or whatever, you know, and you like. I ain't got it or right. whatever. I mean, or how would you even feel if they just like, them asking? It's like you're a prostitute. Oh, like you're basing this off a contingency of me. Why you didn't you didn't give her money after y'all fucked? But I I'm pretty sure, and this is my belief, I'm pretty sure I paid for the dinner that we went to or the movie that we went to. So I just paid for the poom poom. I already paid for the poom poom. So, um, so you've considered her a prostitute since then, huh? (laughs) No, basically, no. But that's based on your logic. We didn't exchange for we didn't exchange for favors. I didn't say I'll take you out to this movie and we're fucking. But you directly act for money. After we done fuck, and I'm like, well, that uh, service has been rendered. Like, it wasn't directly after fucking. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I thought it was directly after fucking. No, it's not like, like actually direct. Right? It's not like we're. It's not like like damn, my dick worth forty dollars. No, 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 not like we in the bed like oh, right okay. after. Got you, got you, got you, got you, like got you, got you. a day or two after y'all fuck. Right. Oh, then okay, she asked. Okay, still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it a, yeah. a day or two? No, I'm just I just threw that I part in there. No, I okay. would say maybe a week or two, or maybe even a month. Maybe because it seems like maybe they met, they smashed a couple times, and then maybe within. I'm just making it logic. Logically, it just makes sense to me because right. I couldn't see nobody asking for it unless you was really just a hoe. Oh, I mean, I guess like, he made me are y'all like serious? a month. Or like something. you said, he's interested. It, in to her. me, it just seems like you're you're talking and then y'all smash maybe a couple times and then right. maybe a month, whatever, a month or two, whatever. Y'all text, whatever, hang out, and then you just go on vacation and you got quite comfortable. Mm, hey, can yeah. I get fifty dollars or whatever quite. for my nails? And then you know he like. Right. It seems like when you on the brim of things, when y'all doing good and somebody just say some shit to fuck it up, that's what it seems like. Not no, I'm fucking you. Oh, can I have fifty dollars? Well, goddamn, if you still fucking me. But in the defense of my friend, you never know unless you close mouths don't get fed. But then if you say no, don't why you getting pissed? Nobody said she got pissed. She got pissed. She just didn't respond. She pissed. She was mad. She's mad. That means he can't. She could have got on the plane and been traveling at that point. Right. That's what I asked. That's why I asked. Did she say that? Did she say anything afterwards after she got back or anything like that? Haven't gotten an update. Okay. All right. So I guess without that knowing that information, I can assume one can assume if she doesn't, then she's pissed that she didn't get the money. Pissed. He just ain't type of nigga that she wanted her life. I mean, you gotta be pissed. She should have known that from jump for giving her pussy up. I'm just saying. She figured it out now. If that's if that's oh, the type of person so she just, is. Okay. Oh. I don't, All right. So if, just get your cat beat up and then just go ahead and leave. Just right. like you niggas. Y'all get your dick sucked and you leave. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of common for us. Why don't you be doing shit anyway? I, I don't personally. I don't. I didn't say I did. You said us. Us as in the male species. 
Anyway. Why even clump yourself with them if you're not like that? Because they're my niggas. He's a whale. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I am part of the um, um, Lord of Sussex. Yeah. Nice. Give us an update. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I want to know more. So more I, information. I just reached out and. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this just in, Bob. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Brandon, we're come back to the room, please. We're here at Fox Six News. We have an update. Da, 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 da. They have talked. Oh, okay. They're She's cool. They're okay. they cool. Okay. She's not a hoe. They've been good. <laughs> I don't think she, that makes her a hoe. Right. She just got comfortable. Maybe she thought it was was what it was. Right. Close mouth don't get fed. Because maybe, you would have felt some type but, of way. I don't mean she felt some but, type of way. Why she so respond? Maybe... Maybe maybe on their level of friendship, she thought it would be okay to ask for money. Oh, yeah, which is fine. Saying, but yeah. don't get, don't be mad. Who said she was mad? Why she didn't respond? If I talked to you and I didn't respond, maybe she was doing, maybe she was doing last minute things for her trip. Like, no, stop it. You can. It's nothing to send a, a quick text back. Hey, I'm what am I gonna up. say back? But okay, cool. I just thought I asked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was about, like, like why, 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 if I reach out to, if we're cool. And I reached out to hey, you. Wanda, can I get twenty dollars? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, thanks. Like, right, but then, I, but after that, no, I, I'm good. What kind of response? So what did he was? say after that? After he, she, he said no. What? He technically didn't say no. He just said I don't have, have it. it right okay, now. and then she didn't respond back. But has he sent any messages like, "Hey, good luck on your trip"? Like, like what has he then said? Blame him, then. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, that's okay, what. I, that's why I don't understand. I'll bring that update to you. Gotcha. Okay, that's I'll what I don't understand. Update. I don't know that part. Had he had regular conversation, she just didn't respond, or what? That's what I'm saying. I don't get that. That's Maybe what I, he didn't. He I don't said know what he said can't. He said he can't get it. It, it depends on the type of person you is. Because if you the type of motherfucker that wants somebody with some money, she her, her mind, she don't got to be mad. He just a broke-ass nigga that's not her type. Or a nigga that's not her type that's not giving it she up. She mad. She mad. You got to be mad. You, gotta, you, you don't have, have to be, be mad. Yes. You're just not the person that's she your bad. type. She bad. Breaking back. I don't understand. <laughs> back. I don't understand. If I, I don't think mad is the word that you have to use. I think it's just the person salty. That, I don't want to say salty either. I, I, okay. Mad might be a little It is strong. what salty. it is. But if I have a conversation with you, if I ask you for some money and you tell me no, and then you hit and you hit me and you hit me back like, hey, you know, are you getting ready for your trip? And I don't respond back. Like she didn't say that. But I'm, that's why I don't get it. But man. I think I, to me, it depends on the type of person you did, that you are. If you a person that you expect to deal with somebody that has money that gives you money, and then you you actually meet somebody and you realize that they're not gonna do what you're used to, it don't mean that you mad. It's just next. She don't gotta be mad. I don't get where mad or salty it is. Mad, as I said, mad is a strong word. Salty. No, either way. You don't have to be salty. It could be next nigga. Who knows? Depends how poor she is. Like I said, she could have been doing other stuff. I'll get an update and let you know. But I just just think it's interesting because I said I've seen that saying so many times. Don't be scared to ask a dude for money because he ain't scared to ask for no pussy. And I gave it to him. (laughs) If you text a girl saying... What you doing? <laughs> Damn near. Yeah, that's not actual pussy. Yes, it is. No, Damn not. near. What you doing is, hey, I want your company. Come through. Or can I come through? Because you want to fuck. You can watch TV. Niggas what are you talking about? We're going to watch Peter Pop watch TV. Or we just go to sleep. And then you next thing you know, you're booty on my, on my dick. Like, oh, shit. All right. Then. So you're going to sit here and <laughs> eat these nachos and watch Peter Pop off. You're going to take your ass home. <laughs> Walking up the stairs. Oh, I thought that was her ass crack. Oh. I was confused by that oh. noise. Like, what oh, the this hell? Is... So she got an airy Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Anyway. 
time for mine on. <sighs> right. Stop. You said you ain't got that much rhythm. Anyway, time for mine on. <laughs> that just reminded me of okay. Friday. Sorry. <laughs> Pops was All messing right. with um girl, the old girl that did Dana hair. She was like, stop. Get the D. <laughs> anyway, make this short and sweet. This one from last week that we could do on the radio? No, I, I got a. It's in my other phone. It's pretty long. I'll do it the next time. It's not. Oh, I, I didn't was excited for that. Damn. Damn, you want me to find it that bad? Please. It's kind of intense. Yeah, what the intensity? Breaking it's bad. Really bad. Hey, Prada bad. Hey, Gucci bad. Hey, Damn, I thought I had it in here. I don't understand that song because he naming bags and then he know. she bad, she bad. I ain't know song you throwing. It's the Cardi B song, the one with YG. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, the one that cashed off. The one that cashed off. Yeah. And uh, Dreezy's like, shit, me too. <laughs> Dreezy's like, shit, me too. Yeah, me too. That would be dope ass remix if it. That'd be cold. Anyway, this came by me last night. Let's take this shot though. In, mm-hmm. the, in the midst of Reese looking for the Anon. I have one. Oh, wait. You gotta wait for Reese to take her shot. No, go ahead. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. It's tank? Yes, tank. Cheers. The women ask for money after they fuck. Ugh. Yeah. Prostitution. What did she ask before y'all fuck? Then what? Hmm. And the nose is gonna even be sweeter. <laughs> All right, it's kind of long. Pay attention. <laughs> My Andre, make mental notes. She said. My girlfriend and I have been together for a little over three years. Six months ago, my girlfriend and I were arguing a lot, which would often turn physical. My girlfriend told her parents I abused her, and now there is hatred towards me from her family and friends. <laughs> Since then, I fixed my problem, and girlfriend and my girlfriend accepted me. My girlfriend's father. Used to abuse her, parentheses, she has told me. Now she visits a psychiatrist, parentheses, before she met me. As a result of the impact her father had on her and she still forgave him. My girlfriend's friends know about this and they do not treat him any different. Because of our escalations, I spend holidays alone because my girlfriend spends them with her family. When her friends come down, I'm not invited. (laughs) (laughs) And And my girlfriend is quick to throw in my face. No one likes you because of how you were abusive towards me. My question is this. Why is it okay for there to be a double standard? I get that I fucked up, but how come her dad doesn't get any backlash from it? Why should I be judged by her friends and not her dad? I feel like we were both wrong, but I'm not the only one who gets treated bad because of it. Mm. Well, her dad. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought it was interesting because I personally never heard like a situation right like right, this. right where the uh, friends and family forget the pops but the boyfriend is not it just even just it all just coming together like oof. yeah um one her dad is always going to be there no matter what mm-hmm. so if they buried the hatchet um then he's always going to be there even mm-hmm. if they didn't bury the hatchet until he dies he's always going to be there so that opportunity to forgive and uh and um renew and restore is always going to be there however by you being the boyfriend, um, you known prior to, if I'm not mistaken, he know prior to being with her that she was in an abusive relationship because she was already going to a psychiatrist, right? She was abused by her dad. Dad, dad, yeah. right? And he, he should have known that because she had that conversation. There's two different things going against you. One, you're just a boyfriend. I mean, of course, you've been there for three years. You've been having arguments for six months. You should know the impact of you abusing your girlfriend, whether it's verbally or uh, uh, physically. So you should know that's something that you should take extra precaution in because that's something that she's currently still going through. So that's one of the things that you should definitely. And two, you're the boyfriend. 
regardless, you've been here three, four, five years, unless you're a husband or wife, you can easily, you're expendable. Even then. Yeah. As a man, do you still stay? Because he said that every time he brings something up is, well, well, you put your hands on me and I don't like you. And he spends um, time alone. So is it still worth it? There's a threshold that you have to have as as a man um, to say, all right, you can't keep throwing this shit in my face. If you forgave me, then we need to move past it. Don't forget it, but move past it. Um, and if you keep bringing it up, then there's no, you have not healed. So um, I would say, you know what? I need to remove myself from the situation and go from there. You know? Do you feel like you should be invited to the events with um, her family and friends? Because you said he spends holidays and things alone because he's not invited. Um. I mean, I would test it out here and there. Um, not, maybe not go to every event, but test it out and say, you know, here I'm coming, and just you know, just be yourself. I said, no, um, you wouldn't invite us. So you just- <laughs> right, uh, be yourself, and you know, you don't want to continue to make things awkward. But at the same time, you still want to be included in your girlfriend. You know, that's moments that you're missing out on right. that you know you can't have back anymore. Uh, so I would still go. Maybe kind of decide like who's maybe maybe you might you you want to play the game uh to say to try to win one friend over and then that friend will talk to other hey, not that bad you know he's like he changed you you gotta you gotta play that you gotta play that game mm-hmm. um because you can't attack all the friends because all the friends are going to be on one accord most likely uh so if there's maybe she go out with one friend go shopping with one friend maybe you go out there too with them and you know kind of have a conversation maybe pull it to the side and say hey i know things are right but you know I, I made it right with her yada 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 and then you might have to go ahead and spend some money too and buy some of their shit you know, as a token, you don't have to. You got to do it if you really want to do it. You're gonna to have to make some sacrifices. So, um, but if you're not willing to make those sacrifices, you have every right to leave. So, oh, I see. Excuse me. Oh, okay. <laughs> we heard that one. I, I feel, oh, baby, deep I throat. feel. I can't. So I agree with some of the things Moanje said. I do agree with the the part about this is something that he knew beforehand and that. It should have been, um, he should have been more cautious, courteous. cautious, uh, you know, when these arguments and fights happen. However, I'm not putting all the fights and the physicalness on him. Um, is he a man and could he stop? Yes. But if a woman was just consistently hitting you, I'm not saying you have to hit her, but you would want her to stop right well i mean did, did he say did she did he no, say anything th- it don't say nothing about that i'm just asking i'm i'm asking strictly on fights um this is also another reason why my uncle told me at a very young age i wasn't that young but i was in high school but he told me if you ever tell me something about a man you better be done with him so basically if i was to call him and say so and so did this to me and he goes and talk to this man or, you know, fight this man, whatever the case may be. If he goes and do all that and I take him back, he said he'll never do it again. Now, I'm not a, a big I'm not big on telling my family personal things. I don't want my family to dislike my boyfriend. Um, What we go through, I feel like we can grow through depending on our relationship. I feel bad for him. I feel like he should leave this relationship at this point because mm-hmm. there, to me, there's nothing left. If, like you said, if you forgave, if you forgave me, then we have to, we have to move on. <laughs> we, right. We have to move on from this. Um, that's not fair. It's not fair to me that whenever 
um, something happens, you throw this up in my face. Right. You know, no one needs that. That's that's damn near fucking him up. I was right. gonna say I was gonna say verbal abuse, but I wouldn't go that far. But uninvited abuse. It, it, you know that doesn't make him feel good because he has to relive things that he's done that mm-hmm. he may not have wanted to do and you know things escalated and it, it got this far and he may be you know now he has to be himself up every time you bring this shit up that's not fair right and if i'm not welcomed around the holidays i'm not gonna spend them by myself right that's a negative now i do agree with the part where you said maybe he shouldn't go to everyone but i'm gonna show my ass somewhere Right. I feel like some should he should be invited to. And like you said, her father always gonna be her father. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, you can't you can never compete with that, unfortunately. I mean, true, but I just I just I don't like this or not. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I don't like it because I feel like even though he's changed and he's tried, she's still like, nah, you know? And what's I mean, the she point? Has, she has a right to. Right, but then why still be with him? Yeah, that, that that's the part where it don't make sense to me. Well, uh, she's probably hanging on to the abuse because it's twofold thing because her father abused her and he abused her. Now it's like mm, I can't really attack my I don't I don't want to attack my father, but I have this person here that I can always attack not physically, but in a mental way, saying bringing up everything that happened. You know, my father abused me. You know that you abused me. Why would you do this? X, Y, and Z. Keep bringing at, it up. At the end of the day, whether it sounds easier said than done or not, if I was in an abusive relationship with another man or um, mm. if it was my father, if my father had abused me and another man abused me after, I'm not going to stay with him mm. because that, that's bad for my mental health that you bring in more trauma on to what I'm already trying to fix. It's a no for me. Right. So why are we still with him? Uh, like I said, she, she's using, she's possibly using. Now she's the she has power over him because he he's a man that submitted or not submitted but admitted that he has not done wrong. Not a way wrong. to run the relationship. Now that's not a way to have a relationship. With it's someone. not. But you think about she never had the power because she always been abused from her father and from her boyfriend. Now that not it, always. No, I mean not always. They were together for three, two and a half years before it got to this. Right. Do y'all do y'all think there's a difference between? Um, Obviously, there's a difference, but is there, in terms of severity, a difference between physical abuse and verbal abuse? Mm. Because she specifically said that, or he specifically said that, we got into verbal arguments and they turned physical. And he just said that, you know, her dad used to abuse her. We It could be physical, too, but let's say, for instance, if her dad was just verbally abusive. Right. And he was physically abusive. Do you think there has been a, a difference in terms of how they gauge it? No. Um, like, say... It was really extreme Kinda. in terms of their fighting. Then her dad just was on some Joe Jackson shit. No, kind of. I think. I think. I, think, I think verbal abuse is a lot easier to forgive. Um, depending on what was said. Um, I've been through some things verbally. Um, being verbally abused, it takes a toll on you. Ultimately, I had to pretty much tell myself the opposite of what was told to me type mm-hmm. thing. And I worked through it. And, you know, when apologies and stuff come through, then it's like, well, I already made my breakthrough. I'm already here. I'm mm. already, I've already forgotten what you've said to me. Not forgotten, but I've already gotten over what you said to me. You know, it's like when people, when people tell their kids, you'll never amount to anything that drives them to be 
some of them, it drives them to be the best at whatever the fuck they want to do in life. Because it's like, oh, this person always told me I was never going to be shit. Never. But here I am graduating from college with my bachelor's degree, about to go into my career, even though my dad, my dad or my mom, whoever told me that I was never going to amount to anything. So I think physical abuse, that's something I can't, I can't. I don't think there's any difference. Um, Both have the same effect. The verbal abuse might not necessarily have the effect right away um, as a physical abuse. If somebody gives you a black eye, you're going to see that black eye right away. But if someone tells you that, say, for instance, uh, you're ugly and fat, well, then you might end up starving yourself. And over time, you will see that okay. uh, now I'm an- I'm anorexic. You know, now I have an eating disorder because somebody told me back in the day I was fat or vice versa. You know, you you super skinny. You're not thick. I like thick girls. Well, now I'm going to start eating myself. You know, you right. won't see that right away, but then you'll start to see it down the line. And then back to your point, Lassie, too, which you said that um, people that go over verbal abuse to have verbal abuse and say, you know, I was told that I would never be shit, but now I'm a CEO of my own company, vice versa. Somebody could, you know, I was... While being punched, saying I would, my parents punched me while saying I won't be shit, uh, and I have this scar. I, every time I look at the scar, I know that I can excel. I can still use I can still use those uh, form of abuse to make it to success. So that's right. why I say it really it really isn't to me. Uh, there no, is a, it's, there really it's a very a thin line of them um, being different. I think. Yeah, I but, mean, if you if you make your argument, yeah, I mean, someone you know you could really create a mental block and block all the things someone tells you that you're not shit but you could feel you'd be very confident but if someone punches you yeah that that's something that's direct you know you might even may not even see it coming same thing with uh, verbal abuse might not see it coming either but um i think that they both if done correctly and i don't mean it in that way but if they're done correctly it could change it could alter someone's life the same way yeah i think that um because of the whole dad aspect and the boyfriend aspect i think that's probably the one that's standing a little bit firmer um because i just we never really talked about it but i know my dad's one of those if somebody ever put their hands on you it's over i might be going to jail curtains yeah so i think um because it's physical and because it's not somebody that's directly connected to the family and not to say i don't know if he said that but not to say that her friends or people don't know about her dad um abusing her or whatever um i mean that could be another instance too right and i think some people may even hold if that's the case too if you want to say like that the whole maybe her dad verbally abused her um and then he was just physical maybe held a little bit more weight because or even if they were both physically um uh, physical abuse he could have beat the shit out of her or whatever. I don't know. I think sometimes people try to do that. But I think ultimately it is the whole dad aspect. And then he's just a boyfriend. And maybe in three years he won't exist. Right. Um, ultimately, I think it's not healthy. Um, like you said, Mwanja, if we're together and you forgave me, granted, whatever I did may have been wrong, but we came to terms with it and we're working through it. If I can't come to none of the events and I'm sitting there like, a, like I'm your child and it's time for you to go, fam. Like, right. It's not it's it's not healthy like and i think i do agree um with she thinks that she has some type of power over him because and i i just agree with that the whole father 
probably having power because number one, he's the father. Number two, he physically or um, verbally abused her. And now because her boyfriend abused her and she has her people on her side, it's flip right. where he's over here and she's like, well, you can't come or you remember you hit me. My people don't like you no more. Right. So it's kind of like, well, goddamn, what am I supposed to do? Sit at home and watch the game by myself. So that's a form of abuse too. That yeah, she is. probably, she's, that's what I'm, I'm getting to. And, yeah. and it's flipping because now, right. it's, and that's where the cycle continues where he probably ended up with somebody now and he, or if they get, uh, I don't say divorce, they break up and then he gets with somebody else and just goes on and on and on about it. And then, I mean, it, it's just not healthy, so you need to move on, bruh. Yeah, I mean, and she's serious too. She should have invited him on some of the, um, um, yeah, um, and that's why psych, I, psych classes or not classes, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. sessions that she had, and that yeah, way you can kind of, so kind of get an idea, and you can have that discussion on a more intimate level, and he can kind of, yeah. and they can do tools and come up with different uh, strategies to, you know, kind of combat some of that stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, you got to do the work. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been physically abused or anything like that, but I, it, it, that's, that's. It could probably be demoralizing because you, like you say, you've never been, I haven't never been physically abused before. And when it happens to you, you're kind of like, whoa, especially when it's somebody that you trusted and love. Yeah. It's kind of like, it just probably throws you um, just completely off. Yeah. It's pretty Facts. sad. So yeah, bro, talk to her, um, figure it out and, you know, do what makes you happy and what makes her happy. Obviously, we both we all need some help. So yeah, anything else, guys? No. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap it up then. Mm. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. What will people say? This sentence has killed more dreams than anything else in the world. Mm. So basically, don't allow people to kill your dreams because of their judgments or doubts about themselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empowerment of the week. Empowerment of the week. Uh, well, speaking of that, uh, it's going to go to uh, Mr. Emmett Perry Jr. It's or, not in the pamphlet. Or Tyler Perry. Yes, yeah, there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm joking. He is um, Emmett. Emmett. Emmett uh, Perry Jr. Yep. Um, you know, when he was younger, he was a uh, he was sexually assaulted by his, I believe it was aunt, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and. She do made him do things like get his key out from her vagina and stuff like that. Little things that you know, uh, kids should do. Um, as he got older, uh, he was homeless and uh, he lived in his car. And um, he decided to take matters into his own hand and he, hands, and he used the people that he loved around him to create this character called Medea. Um, and as we all know, Medea is very funny. Uh, very always have like even though. It, it, She's kind of compared to the people that don't really like those men dressing up in drag, if you will, um, kind of like Angel Mama and all that type of stuff, like a little bit. But he used the people that he loved to create something that is that has him successfully having over six hundred billion dollars, um, according to Forbes in two thousand seventeen. Um, so a million, a million, million, million. Um, did I say billion? Oh, million. Um, and uh, say, so, hey, Uncle Tyler. Yeah, so right. use the people that are around you this week um, that you love to garner information, not information, but garner um, inspiration from. Um, and yeah, you can get information from them. I've been talking to my grandmother and I'm working on uh, gathering some of the stories that they had from when they were growing up and from when they got when grandparents got together to uh, uh, 
collect those, collect that information and, and be able to pass it down to generation to generation. So, you know, when I pass or, you know, anyone else in my family, kids pass, we can pass that. So they'll know who Marie Thompson is, you know, so, um, or, or Brunel Thompson. So, uh, and then my parents down the line and just everything, just write that stuff down. So we had those stories. Cause sometimes we hear stories about my great grandmother and it's like, Oh wow. I wish we would have wrote that down. Um, or I need to record it now because one day you're going to be gone. I might not tell it the way that you tell it. So, uh, use the people around you that you love to gather, um, to get, uh, inspiration from, and you can create over a $600 million, um, industry. Um, by doing that. So shout out to Emmett Perry Smith Jr. I'm going to tag you in uh, Facebook, on our Facebook, Twitter, on our page, so we can let you know that we uh, use you as an inspiration of the week. Yeah, that's interesting. I went to, a, uh, I guess it kind of piggybacks a little bit. I went to a funeral uh, yesterday, and um, it was just interesting because, you know, I don't go to that many funerals. You just, you know, funerals happen when they happen. But um, the eulogy is always interesting just to hear about yeah. certain things that pastors always say and they bring up. Um, and I can't remember what he specifically said, but it really just, it kind of stuck with me and he just like, you know, basically don't wait to do, and I guess it kind of go, but you just made me think of it. Don't wait to do what you can do today until later on, basically then when you can't do it because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, so he really, I mean, you know, he was a new school pastor. Um, but it was just one of those, I don't know if you ever heard of the poem or whatever called the dash, like what have you done between, you know, you was born mm. in 1958 and you died in 2018. Like, what does that dash in yeah. between mean? So, um, I don't know. It was quite interesting. It made me think of some things in life. Yeah. You know? that's, that's so. Also him, too. People say, give me my flowers while I, while I yet live. Basically, mm-hmm. let people smell the roses before um, they pass away. Because, you know, by the time you give them roses, you know, it's, people always get beautiful flowers during the funeral. It's like, well, that person's not even there to smell them. You know what I mean? They can't yeah. smell them there. You know, they're gone. So uh, make sure you do those things while they're, while they're alive. Give them their recognition and honor while they're alive. So, yeah. And so it's always good to hear the different stories that people give off to yeah. about. Um, one lady was like, yeah, we used to, uh, Back in the day, we used to go out to dance. I was my dancing partner. Mm-hmm. She couldn't dance. I was ah. dancing. <laughs> right. You just hear a little funny stuff. You'd be like, I can't picture you dancing back in 75. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, stuff like that. It's always, it's sad, but it's interesting to hear yeah. people get together. So, yeah, um, that's episode 76. How you feel 76. About that, one? that was fun. Yeah. We're almost 80. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Almost at 80. So, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Worldwide, that's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. I see. I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B-A-Y-B-E-E. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Mwanje? It's your boy Mwanje. That's M-W-A-N-J-E. Follow me on all social media platforms. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>